Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. So this week, uh, we are going to talk about something that I think all of us can relate to, but I specifically was um, thinking about people that identify as male in our culture often have this feeling of like the midlife crisis coming up and wondering what happened to this dream of, you know, security and prosperity and happiness that is supposed to be ours if we follow the, uh, the script that our society has laid out for us. And uh, to, to kind of illustrate that, I'm gonna paint a little picture of a kind of conglomeration of um, a number of clients that came to me over the years. So let's call this, uh, this man Tony. Uh, he's in his late 40s. He's successful by outward appearance, um, but he somehow on the inside still feels kind of empty. His kids have just gone off to college. His wife has uh, sat down to have a glass of wine with him one evening and says, you know, I'm going to take care of myself. I've taken care of all of my kids and you for so many years, and I'm off to travel the world with this other male friend that I've met. So you know, this kind of brings up this crisis for him because he, you know, when he may, Tony may bury himself in his work, he may look successful, he may put on the grin as he goes out to work and have a beer when he comes home and try to tell all his pals that, you know, he's happy and, you know, he doesn't have anyone around to nag him anymore and there's no kids and, he, you know, of course he must be ecstatic. But the truth is he sits there on his couch on his own and feels lonely and depressed. And I don't think this is an unusual occurrence in our society. We've kind of been sold this um, this version of what our life should be like. And, you know, in trying to live into that version, we often let go of our own self. And so, you know, when we get to that point where we're trying to actually feel what we feel, we get a bit stuck. So, you know, this is not isolated to men, but uh, it's something that I saw with a lot of men. Um, you know, so, so does that, do you, do you see this around, uh, you know, in your experience or with the people that you used to work with? Yeah, definitely for sure. In my, in my experience, um, you know, in the trades, you know, I got into the trades, my dad was a tradesman, I'm going to get into the trades, uh, a different trade than my dad's because I thought I was doing something unique, but I, I found out in the end that, <laughs> that, oh, it's just, a, I was just doing the same thing. But what I noticed you know, through my own experience was that I, I felt like in the initial stages, I'm like, you know, I completed the trade training, took about five years, I reached the, the, the top or whatever, qualified tradesman, and, and well, that, there should have been this happy time, and there wasn't, it was kind of flat somehow, it's like, oh, interesting, so what's next, and, um, I was always like outwards, outwardly, like pointing the finger like this is wrong or that is wrong or, you know, it's this person's uh, fault that I'm feeling this way, blah, blah, blah. And then through my 
uh, experience of, you know, with Tai Chi and Qigong and all that, I was able to recognize that it was actually, oh yes, the imbalances within myself. But what I saw with many of my coworkers is because uh, uh, I was able to kind of recognize this reading between the lines of the, the outward experience, um, the outward expression of what it was that they said they were feeling wasn't actually how they were feeling. And I, and I recognize this in myself as well. And that's, um, you know, what led me to trying to get out of the, uh, trying to transfer out of the trades into uh, the healing arts. And uh, it wasn't easy. And it's, you know, possibly still ongoing. And, and I still have that, this, that old mindset sometimes still creeps in. But so the, it, it gives this feeling of, of loneliness, even though you're, surrounded by people but a lot of the people have the same story you know the same outward story like um you know this machismo type of thing especially in the work in the workplace it's mostly you know um, dominated by men there are a few other people coming in in these recent years but in my experience it's been mostly male, male dominated I was going to jump in too with that, the interesting idea that what we're projecting, what we, how we say we're feeling because we want to kind of fit the, 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 the story that we've been sold. So how we say we're feeling is, oh yeah, I feel great. You know, I've got this great job. My, you know, my kids are grown and I, you know, but how we're actually feeling, you know, in a lot of times we haven't even been taught how to feel what we're actually feeling. And so we just know that there's, there's things starting to go wrong, whether we start getting illnesses or we have heart problems or we come up with pain in our back or just unexplained things that really the healthcare system these days, you know, doesn't know what to do with because I don't believe that much of it comes from any particular physical trauma. It comes from this kind of lack of integrity in our inner and outer feeling. So, you know, you mentioned um, the, the Tai Chi or Qigong or some type of exercise being a way in for people to begin to have a, a intimacy or a connection with this inner, this inner sense of self or this inner feeling. Yeah, because it's, it's like a somatic experience. It's like, a, you know, you, you have to move this way to, to do it correctly, you know. And when you do move this way, it, it increases the feeling, it increases the connection to the earth. You know, gravity is, is felt, you know, more harmoniously. And um, I lost my train of thought there. Yeah, well, I think what you're trying to say and what I remember, you know, I do remember asking you, you know, I had a couple of really difficult male clients um, with this type of thing and I was like where how do I help them feel their body how do I get to that place and uh, I remember you saying to me you know help them to breathe and help them to move and for many people this is the this is a really good start because if you start from this complex oh we're gonna like understand our emotions and our feelings and we're gonna you know have this huge awareness of our body like you know you can't you can't ride a unicycle before you've started with training wheels mm. Um, so yeah, so I think that what, what happens with a lot of men, in my experience, I know what happened was that I knew that there was something uh, 
you know, not out of place, so to speak, or not there or missing or whatever it was, but I couldn't quite identify it. So I knew that, you know, like I'm doing all the things that I should be doing that they told me I need to do. Like I got the, I got the job and I'm moving towards buying the house and, you know, and getting the wife and, 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 and all this. And, but yet there was this, this gap somewhere, but I, but I didn't quite recognize it. I wasn't quite, uh, I, I could feel it somehow in my body, but the, the mental thing that I was trying to figure things out, it didn't make sense. So that led me to, you know, over time to, to explore more and more. What is that? What is that feeling? What is it that's missing? Yeah. And I mean, this doesn't even touch on, you know, people that realize that they're, they're living a lie in their sexuality or their gender or things like that. And, you know, in some ways now that, now that we're talking about this, you know, those, those other, um, minority groups at the moment are actually leading the way in this, you know, finding yourself kind of movement, Mm -hmm. because I think it gives an opening for, you know, people that have typically fit into the mold that we've, told people you need to fit into in our culture and therefore you're going to be happy you know now there's people you know radically shifting their their sense of self gender sex all of these things relationship dynamics whether you're with monogamy or polygamous or polyamorous all these things that i think it, it it is an opening and an opportunity for the typical uh you know person that's tended to fit into the mold that we've created to actually look at themselves as well so you know it's it's this how do we actually you know what do we do at this stage where we wake up and we kind of feel like our life is really blah and we should be feeling great but we're not yeah interesting what you said earlier too about the the breath work and the moving i mean everybody breathes and everybody moves even even if you're uh, restricted to bed or a wheelchair, there's still movement going on. The blood is still streaming through the, the veins and uh, the heart is moving and the lungs are moving. And so when you when you say this to lay people or people that don't have much of a of a spiritual or a, some kind of yoga practice or something, they, they don't really get it. Ah, what do you mean? I'm breathing, I'm moving, uh, you know, this kind of attitude. And um, more and more I'm noticing too the younger generation is kind of getting it a little bit quicker than than my generation did even though there's always exceptions and there's always little pockets of awareness here and there and um mm-hmm. so I think th- I think what this leads to you know on on another level and how how we are beginning to work with people is um you know this is real intimacy when you can feel your breath going into your body and out of your body and you know many uh wise leaders of different spiritual traditions have mentioned the breath as being really a a, you know a, a basic practice to be aware of your breath and to be aware that we're sharing breath that's come into you know many things that i've shared in different cultures have this you know we're all breathing the same air we're all Mm -hmm. you know moving through the same space and with that comes an intimacy a sharing and so you know we can start to be aware of this shared space and this space within our bodies and without of our bodies and starting to to feel that gives us a sense of relationship with ourselves which you know i'm i'm a big proponent of of building our relationship with ourself and our own body as a way to 
begin to understand how to create intimacy. And really, you know, what I'd love to get across if you're if you're listening to these podcasts on an ongoing basis is is how do we create relationships that are meaningful that don't end up with your kids just leaving home and your wife leaving you or your partner leaving and and you are sitting there empty-handed at the end of 50 years of of supposed work towards the fulfillment. Yeah, there's this there's this um, theory in Tai Chi that um, if you're coming against up against an adversary, you know whatever that whatever that means, uh, that whatever it is, even if it's life threatening, you know embrace it, and that's a difficult concept to, to to wrap our heads around, especially if it's if it happens to be in a life threatening situation. But most of us in a Western culture, we're not coming up against that on a daily basis. It's it's, it's more of a low level, constant type of stress, type of trauma, and I, and I believe that that's how, you know, the system was designed, but if we recognize that and we're able to, to work with that and get ourselves out of that, you know, fight or flight mentality through the breath work, so that is incredibly important, that breath work is the foundation of, of everything. Yeah, so, you know, breathing, and, and it may sound weird to say you might need a coach to help you breathe, but I believe that having somebody with an awareness of how to work with the body and how to guide you through some breath practices um, is, a, is a huge help as a beginning to opening up this, this inner connection with yourself. And uh, Declan, I'm going to ask in a minute, so maybe you can prepare a little bit, a, a little breath practice that maybe we could share with our listeners today just to give people an actual embodied experience of how to to begin to feel this this shared breath the shared air the the space within our own bodies and that this gives us a glimpse uh forward with how we might begin to work with you know building up a, a, an actual individual meaningful life that that is not going to feel empty at the end of at the end of the day so you know i'd love if you could share a little uh couple minutes with the with uh, the listeners here of of a breath work i know you've done a lot of practices in your life so i'm going to turn it over to, to you to just uh, lead us in a little breath practice so if you're listening at home um, you know obviously don't do it if you're in a car driving somewhere pull over if you'd like but if you're listening at home you know find a, a comfortable place that you can um, just join us in this little practice right now so just very gently, just pay attention to the breath. What we're going to try and do is equalize the in-breath and the out-breath. And we're going to make it the same duration. So whatever your tempo is, just go with that. So breathing in gently through the mouth. Through the nose, excuse me. Breathing in gently through the nose. Did I say the mouth? Breathing in through the nose. <laughs> Gently breathing in through the nose and out gently. And just try and just notice the breath. And do this for, take a, set your timer. Set your timer. If, if three minutes is all you can manage, if two minutes is all you can manage, if one minute, whatever it is, try and work your way up to like 20 minutes of just quiet breathing. Close your eyes. Breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Gently and paying specific attention to the place between the breaths. Breathing in, 
pausing for a, for a moment when the lungs are full and recognizing that feeling, feeling that feeling, breathing out gently through the nose. And then when the lungs are almost empty, just before you start to breathe in again, notice that place, pay attention, specific, special attention to that place between the breaths. So the breathing, trying to equalize the, it creates this homeostasis, it's kind of, you know, you could call it embryonic breathing. It's just gently, not forcing anything, not, not trying to change anything. You're just paying attention to what it is that the body is doing, what it is that, how the body is breathing. And just the act of awareness, placing awareness on the breath will, you know, send the energy there and it will enhance, become more fluid, more comfortable. Well, it's a beautiful practice. And I was um, reminded of uh, uh, some practices that I used to do uh, of more spiritual practices, but this could be really done in any, it's not a denominational thing, but that balance of the in-breath and out-breath is so beautiful. So we're taking in, you know, the same that we're giving out and, um, you know, how we t receive in the world and how we are giving to back to the world and having a place in that. And so those little points what I was feeling with those little pauses was just, you know, noticing myself, you know, in between the get the taking in and the giving out, there was a little pause where I could be me. And, uh, you know, that was the beginning. I could see how that would be a, a, a lovely beginning of, of awareness of your own self. Again, um, it's been our pleasure. It's uh, Ilsa and Declan. And um, we, we hope that you enjoyed this uh, little foray into um, intimacy with yourself and with your breath and we look forward to talking with you again next time thank you so much for joining me today on the pleasure for health podcast if you enjoyed today's show please share it with your friends and loved ones let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together again my name is Ailsa Kepi and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com.